1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Let's Talk Cars Radio is sponsored in part by Napa Car Care Centers, BDG Auto Group, by Liberty Transmissions in Virginia Beach, and by Bob Barnum and the Perfect House Team. Be a part of the program today by calling 757-222-3705. Text your comments during the show to 757-866-2192. Email your questions and comments to dave at letstalkcarsradio.com. Now, here's the host of Let's Talk Cars Radio, Dave Palach.
3: Happy Saturday, America. You're listening to Let's Talk Cards Radio on WKQA Freedom Radio. I'm your host, Big Davey P, hanging out with Camera Chaos and Nate VB. Hey guys, it is a great Saturday out there. The sun is shining. Um, at least for now. It's, you know, it's been weird weather. It's that time of year, you know, it rains and it's sunshine. We went from 32 degrees here to 65, back to like 33. it not this for long. It, 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 right. Now it's like 74. <laughs> yeah, like 74 today. I mean, it's absolutely crazy how, you know, this time of year, especially where we're at, the weather flip-flops quite a bit. I used to always say, like, you get to February. I have had so many Februaries where I've either been in shorts here or I've been in, like, snowstorm. bundled up. Yeah, snowstorm. So it's, you should never know what's going to end up happening. But one thing that has not really made people think about... So, you know, everybody's getting sick. Like if you're, if you're in the office, you know, there's always somebody in the office during this time of year that's sick. It's got a runny nose, got a cold and they come to work sick anyway, because well nowadays getting away from work or telling them you're sick is just doesn't seem to work. They say, come in anyway. They don't tell you to stay at home. You can rest when you die. Yeah, you can rest when you die. Or exactly. you work from
4: home and you've got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> right. So
3: it's funny because one thing that people uh, have never really thought about is the fact that while you're sick, right? Rather you have a cold or whatever it may be, and you are going back and forth to work, where are you at? What are you what are you doing? Think about this for a second. You get into what to go to work. Your car. That's
4: right. A bike. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you get in your car when you go home to go, you know, from work. The whole while you've been sick. Now something people don't think about, your car is an incubator for like disease and just sickness because you're sick, you get in your car and don't try to tell me it hasn't happened to you. Your nose starts to run and you reach up and you're trying to grab a Kleenex. You're trying to wipe your nose and keep it from running and stuff like that. And you keep touching things in your car. Pretty gross, right? Yeah. It's really gross for the auto technician, by the way, too, who has to get in your car when that's been happening to you. And uh,
4: while they were coughing at the yeah, counter right, right, and everything. Right. And then you seal
3: your car up, right? So, you know, and it sits in the sun all day long with your germs and they become gross inside the car. Nobody ever thinks about disinfecting their car. They just don't. It is becoming a, a big conversation topic that uh, there's now services and stuff like that when you actually go in and have your car detailed that they can actually disinfect your car. Like they can make sure that-
0: Here's know, a good idea though. Out. They should just yeah. make like an infrared light that you could plug into a dome light and stuff right. when you turn it on just disinfects. Like if they do in hospitals. Uh, Oh, yeah, at,
4: yeah. it's funny you say that is something like that already? there is a new car oh you're gonna have to have me do some research because <laughs> i just saw it um one of those car shows um the where they CES like show thing? all Yeah, one of those computer
3: electronics. um
4: but they showed a car and when you close it was basically meant for you know how we were Wasn't talking it about the
3: ultraviolet light that's what it is yeah, 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 ultraviolet, ultraviolet light,
4: right but they were showing it on you remember how we were talking about People are going to start sharing cars. Oh, like yeah, it's going it. to be a norm. You're going to start paying a fee just to share car one share. car. There's a, there's
3: a big push for car share, yeah, and but, not what you think of car share right now. Yeah, but, right, it's like yeah. a
4: different car share. You where own the
0: car, and the car goes picks up passengers. It's basically your yourself Uber. You
4: either have one person that owns the car, or the new thing that they're trying to do is you pay like a hundred dollars a month, and you have access to so many cars. You know? Okay, and I then saw they
3: come, but I, I saw hold on, I saw a program. It's got like three years ago where like four people equally own a car so which is kind of weird when you think about it
0: must say how do you share
3: you well what it is is the car is let's say you live in a city right and you don't use because a lot of people in the city don't use a car a lot okay right but they need it every once in a while. So four people own that car and it just sits parked in a central location. And with technology nowadays It'll drive. They, they pair like they pair people up that live close to each other. They're living right within and then everybody equally pays for that car and that car sits. I mean, I guess it works in and the everybody city. has access and it's open by the phone. You know, you take your phone and the car's open then and that's how you get in your car and all four of you equally own the car and there's like a schedule that is a saying, lot of you, stuff do, that goes through reserve it. times we're, like yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. So reserve your time slot you put, that's right exactly. exactly
4: how they do it you okay. put it in to a schedule and it, i think they were talking about two weeks or something you have to put in your schedule and then it locks the car for you and then if you have an emergency situation you can request an emergency vehicle it won't be your car that you're used to driving. It will be one of their other fleet vehicles that'll come to you, or it'll right. tell you where one of their fleet vehicles is available and not scheduled for a certain time. But everybody's but, paying
3: into this. Like, everybody pays into it. Like, you do have, there's ones where you have a car that you actually, it's your car, and you share that with four think people. we'll get to that then point? Then they have one where it's just a bunch of cars. Do I think? Or uh, yeah. like, nobody will really own, like, an
0: individual car. Everybody's just kind of sharing, like, a company's cars. I, I, could, I could see that happening. The thing I is, is I could. though, about
4: this they um the reason why I mentioned this back to the ultralight conversation, they showed this car at the thing, and when you closed the door, your car lit up purple, and it was like ultraviolet clean, clean light cleaning the inside, and then it would turn itself off. And I started thinking, you know, with technology, the right. way no, it's I working it. now, we're gonna see a lot of cool things come out within the next couple of years. And I, I well, think, think about some it. People are gonna not well, you get some you get
3: inside your car, right? And you've been sick and the reason why this comes up is i've, I've felt the, under the weather all week um and I, and I still do just a little bit you kind of hear my voice a little bit
4: and you're trying I, to figure out where it came from no, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah
3: right you just start thinking about it you get in out of you know in out of people's cars and stuff like that and people have been coughing and like i mean everybody sat in a car with somebody who's had a cold and was coughed and stuff well they like i said they keep touching everything so when they get out of that car nothing's been wiped down nothing's been clean they've left behind that sickness and everything they've touched I'll give you a perfect, this is a whoa situation. So if you guys don't like things that make you want, maybe you want to throw up, you might want to plug yours for a second. I had a technician at one time, he got into a customer's car to go for a test drive and he grabbed a hold of the steering wheel to go drive and he got a boogie on the end of his finger. Oh. It wasn't his boogie neither. I mean, just I some things that make you that want man. to go. <laughs>
4: See, me being me, I would have been like, well, did you eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh,
3: that is so gross. Oh my God. Oh. I've taught Oh God, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I have told you about instances where I have been at stoplights and I've seen people picking their nose and 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 you just wonder, okay, what do you can do? Where did, what, go? Where did it go? Right. Yeah. But, well, think about it. You're getting into people's cars that do that. You know what I mean? You're as as technicians, or you know, you get into people's cars that have done that. Now if it's your car, it's still gross. I don't care if it's your booger or not. <laughs> it's still gross. Facts. Like I said, I've gotten to people's cars that just, I want to rip the whole interior out and just burn the car. It's that bad. So just imagine just a it's little. Just easier to burn it down yeah, and it's start just, over. Yeah, right. It's easier to burn the car down than do anything else. It really is. I'm sorry, is. customer. Your <laughs> car
4: burned down in my lot, you know. <laughs> well,
3: I told you. I, I got into a customer's car. This happened more than once. I got in a customer's car where I could hear the bugs. Rattling through all the wrappers that were in the car, the wrappers were piled up to like seat high. And as you're sitting in the car and you get ready to drive the car into an auto garage, you literally can hear the bugs as they're walking across the wrappers because the wrappers are making crinkly noise and stuff. And you're like, oh no, 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 not no, me, not no, me, no. no. Well, you know what you do? You go get the guy in the lowest lowest on the tone and pole, and you're like, "Hey, man, can you go get that car pulled in? <laughs> this <laughs> car needs to be done ASAP." Up. <laughs> <laughs> that <is messed> up.
0: <laughs>
3: you work on this bad boy. I'm gonna work on something else. But, I mean, so this should be easy. These these services and They get and stuff, in and
4: they don't hear any bugs. They're like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> I, I had a lady
3: had a whole colony of ants living in her car. She brought it into us years ago, and I saw some ants. I'm like, what are these ants?" We got to dig it. There's just a huge ant mound in the back yeah the back floorboard underneath a bunch of trash she years. <laughs> had been feeding them for years all the trash was in her car she had been feeding them forever so like i said it just goes to tell you guys cars can get uh like just icky as can be i mean just gross and then you're driving them so having a service that like can go in and like not just detail but go ahead and Disinfect the car. I, I don't know. It's got to be something like, like a Lysol based chemical or something you would think, where it's, you know, they're wiping it down. It has, you know, because Lysol kills what 99.9% of everything, I think is what it says in the can or something what like is that. It says in the can. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you just go down and you're right. But think about it. If you got a, you know, nose all the time you're driving, you know, come on now, let's be honest. You know, you. Is you're driving, you're trying to grab for Kleenex, whatever it is, to wipe your nose as it's trying to run, and you're touching. Like I said, you're touching everything in your car. I guess you're going to order some Lysol cans. Right, huh? right. So, I, I, I guarantee Lysol goes up right now after this, <laughs> after this episode. People are going to be scrambling, but it doesn't. I mean, if you can't have somebody do it, take Lysol, put it, up, spray it on a rag, and wipe everything down in your car. Because, like I said, think about it. Think how tight the air seal is on your car when you seal it up and you close the door. Now that's just sitting there in there cooking in the sun all day long.
4: You know, one of those. Um Never mind. I'm saving that idea. That is a great <laughs> He's like, idea, I'm not sharing you know, the idea. Cre- All right, I'll say it. One of those um, automated like air wick things, you know, mm-hmm, that people have mm-hmm. in their houses. Why haven't they created an automated one for the car? That automatically sprays like a scent or a disinfectant Because why would you need that car? if you
0: already have ones that hang? Right, right they right do on. the same thing. Yeah,
4: but the ones that hang only do so much. Everybody uses how those much, how wrong, How much by do the you way. want your
3: air freshener to do? Everybody, <laughs> everybody uses it's Exactly. What, what do you expect yeah. from your air freshener? Right. I mean, just how much. How does, wanted to refill How itself. much does it have to please you to be an effective air freshener? Rushing it or.
4: needs to hit me in the face. It needs to hit me in the face. You know
3: what ended up happening though. You're gonna get sprayed I in the face. I can see your. Idea, you're gonna be driving down the road and that thing's gonna go off and like just as, as you yawn or something and get you in the said, mouth. You're like,
4: <laughs> look at the Detail Geek channel. The Detail Geek channel, and you'll see some really gross cars. Do I really <laughs> want to <go> see it? <laughs> you watch those rug videos
0: when they like they got a really detailed rug. Right, and, so, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. completely just like you just, should probably yeah. throw it away, but someone right. obviously wanted to save yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they do a really good job cleaning it.
3: Well, here's the thing. So I think I told you guys. I one of the grody things that still sticks in my head. And I think I've told this story a, a couple of different times. One thing for sure is, I was in a car. I, I've seen a lot of nasty cars. Trust me. I I got in a car one time uh, to go bring it into the repair shop. You know, from the parking lot just hopped in the car turned the key went to go grab the sh- gear shifter and put my finger through a rotten banana that had been in there for like a year the lady had like left laid right next to the gear shifter and i didn't even notice it's all it soft and it, brown it was no it was it was dead that that it, <laughs> it was it, it was a dead banana and i didn't notice i just grabbed hold of the gear shifter and as i grabbed the gear shifter i just felt something just gooey and sticky and i looked down and it was a rotten banana it's just sitting there at the gear shifter now why would you keep for lubrication, hey, lubrication, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why would you keep a rotten banana in your car? So gross. I had technicians come running out of cars because bugs have crawled on them when they get into people's cars because literally the, the car is just stuffed. I got to the point where I stop. I like, I, I, I had one lady that used to I need to you to go clean car. it
0: before you take I've
3: had to tell customers that. Believe it or not, I've had to tell customers, I'm going to need you to go clean the inside of your car. Uh, before we can do anything, my guys just won't not, they're not gonna get in it like that. You know what I mean? And and, and they're insulting, you're trying not to insult them, but dude, you got bugs crawling around your car. Nobody wants to sit down in roaches. Like, what was, like have, you, do you physically look, see the roaches crawling what was, around like, the do car. Do you
0: look in the back of your seats? Like when people like just throw trash in the back of their seats. I'm I, like, do you
3: ever just turn around technicians and Technicians do. Technicians look, they get in the car, they look at the back seat. <laughs> they want to know. Uh, for, and I'll give you, for, for instance, here's something completely off the path and this is the reason why. We have had people like you know over the years when I when I was involved on in would bring their car in for service and bring like their Doberman Pinscher, their German Shepherd, and never tell you seriously, never tell you that they brought their dog. Hey, I got something. The technician goes Coming to walk in for like a quick service or something, right? Technician goes, go hop in the car. The dog's laying down in the back seat. He sits down. He turns the key, and all of a sudden, there's that.
2: <laughs>
3: over your shoulder <laughs> and, you're trying, around, and there here. is this huge dog and it's like <laughs> and you're like slowly you, like you don't know what to do. Like you're trying to slowly get out of the car. Like nice what? I mean, doggy. Dude, nice doggy. And they're nice huge. Doggy. I've <laughs> had technicians bit by dogs. I mean, because people just Oh, I forgot to tell you my German Shepherd was in there. How did you forget to tell somebody that your big, huge, I want to take a bite out of your ass, German Shepherd is in the backseat. Your murderous dog. You brought this murderous dog with you that's going to protect your belongings and you forgot to say, by the way, and then somehow, I kid you not, somehow you're the ass. Before getting in the car. Well, you didn't look. You didn't hurt my dog. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You didn't, you didn't hurt my dog. You're not like, do you your, your dog. <laughs> what do you mean your dog? No, no I tasted. <laughs> it. I tasted <laughs> it in the back seat. I, I kid you not. And it... it you guys, this happens a back. lot. This literally happens a lot. That's how much it happens. I, it sleep, really I threw goes. some sleeping pills in the back seat, man.
4: Was, you were nowhere to be found.
3: <laughs> we just don't worry about it. We got we got hamburger meat in the fridge here in the shop. <laughs> we just pack it with a couple of sleeping pills. We take care of the dog before we get in. Your dog's just fine. I mean, but no, I mean that's just it's weird. It, people in their cars and the things they do. You can you will never be able to m- make it up.
4: Like the guy that puts. A whole... Yeah, Angel said the best thing and i understand what he means so much as a former technician it's the worst worst smell when the car smells like a whole ash ashtray yes okay. and I, I definitely understand where you're coming from on that
3: <laughs> i got a story thing. on hold on guys i gotta take a quick commercial break when we come back we'll continue with this more you guys hold tight i'll be
2: right back You're listening to Dave Palach on Let's Talk Cars Radio. Dave will be right back. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow and Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow and Sons. Don't forget the phone number 399-1714, that's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing, J. F. Whitlow & Sons have been serving Hampton Road since 1949, residential and commercial. You can always count on J. F. Whitlow & Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time located in Portsmouth, and serving all of Hampton Roads. Those who know, call J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow & Sons, Incorporated.
1: Something really cool happened in 1975. And no, it wasn't the beginning of the disco era. Congress passed the Magnuson Moss Act. So you don't have to take your vehicle back to your dealer to keep your vehicle manufacturer's warranty in effect. Our Napa Auto Care Center uses the proper replacement parts and procedures to keep that warranty valid. Visit our independently owned Napa Auto Care Center today. Hey
3: guys, you asked for it and I delivered. Check out our all-star team of automotive specialists at NapaBDGHRVA.com. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon. Hey
2: Dave. What?
3: Hey, Dave. What? I've got a secret. What are you, 12? No, I'm just excited to announce Liberty Transmission is headed to the future. You didn't buy a DeLorean, did you? No, but we did get a brand new building. That's right, people. Liberty Transmission is moving to 3041 Holland Road to better serve the community. Check out our website for updates or give us a call at 757-233-3131. That's right,
2: 233-3131. And remember, my name is on every transmission. There's no place like home. Home is where the heart is. Home sweet home. Like every movie, book, and song, every story has a beginning and end. Let your story start today. Call Bob Barnum today at The Perfect House Team with The Real Estate Group. Bob here from The Perfect House Team. From beginning to end, I'm ready
3: to help you write your story. Call me today at 757-464-1003. That's
2: 757-464-1003. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Now, back to your host, Dave Palach. Hey guys, welcome back. So
3: if you missed us in the first segment, we are talking about just the cleanliness of your car and the fact that you can, you know... In fact people are sick and they get in their car and to be disinfected and we kind of spiral off into just some of the nasty things that you you know find in cars and the, how, just how grody it really is.
4: And remember if you guys do want to be a part of the show, we are live on Facebook at Let's Talk Cars Radio or after the show we load up everything to podcast just tell your smart device to play Let's Talk Cars Radio. Um last comment we left off with was from Angel and Angel said as a former technician it's the worst when a car smells like an ashtray. Yes. He can't be any more right. I mean, <laughs> you know what really
0: bugs me too going on with that ashtray thing? Is when people use their cup holders as an ashtray. As an
4: ashtray. I don't, or, Why do people do that? <laughs> I don't understand that. And I'm like,
0: you can't use your cup holders then.
4: Or when they have the AC That's on gross. full blast. um, They have the AC on full blast and everywhere. Yeah, you can everywhere. see all the ashes that touch
0: like <laughs> every single
4: panel of every single piece of that car and you're like well i don't think the inside came with char- charcoal gray and ash you know <laughs> <laughs> they were gray another <laughs> charcoal gray yeah another yeah, right. charcoal gray <laughs> so what you got for us i
3: i bought a car so i told you guys i used to buy a lot of cars from auction um that's how I taught the boys how to actually work on cars was I'd buy cars from auction, and then they would help me flip, flip them, them and do all the work to them, and that's how they, they learned. We sold a lot of vans, yeah, We we bought a, Well, vans sold a lot, and they did, We bought, I did. I bought a lot of vans. Did so, you know
4: you could power wash a van? <laughs>
3: <laughs> from we, the inside? We got a van one time. I had a, I bought a, a, a uh, uh, no, how was the thing? I think that was like a 2007 or 2008 uh, Toyota Sienna van. It was really nice, but the inside looked like somebody had like lived in it who worked in a grease pit their whole life. That's how bad the interior was. And the boys were like, What are we gonna do about that? I'm like, I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna pull all the carpet out and we're gonna pressure wash the carpet as in and use like a steamer and steam the carpet, and then we'll put it back in. And while we're in there, we're gonna pressure wash everything off, just make sure we don't get anything on the any wires. That's
0: that one we sold at like yeah. nine o'clock at night, too. Nine
3: o'clock at night. Guy called gotta me. Gotta have it. Gotta have it at nine o'clock at night. He had to have it. Um called me on the phone. He's like, oh, I got I gotta have it. I got to have it tonight. And I, that was the one where I told him, I said, well, if I'm going to bring it to you, you're buying it. Don't make me bring it out to you and you're not buying it. And, so. and they,
4: they brought out um, <laughs> yeah. jugs. You know those five-gallon <laughs> water jugs? Yeah, you yeah, used remember that. I remember that. They brought out five-gallon jugs. Because they were, we're planning on going on like a road trip or something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah they're they were trying trip. to go somewhere. They were leaving and their car broke down so they are getting ready to
4: leave for a yeah. road trip. Man breaks out five-gallon jugs. And starts pouring out quarters and dollar bills and starts counting them of Well, there was in hundreds in there, too, though. There yeah, was hundreds that's in what that. he was trying to get to, so, to the bottom. Uh, we show
3: up. I think we got to his house probably about 1030 at night with his van. And everybody's like, why would you like, go to someone's house in the middle of the night? Aren't you scared? And I was like, no, no, really no, That doesn't really bother but we didn't me, go to our, his house. No, we did. That was the one we went to his house. We actually took it to his house. Oh, I thought that's not. Nope. We went, took it to his house. And because I had, remember I had a tow truck tow it while I drove out there. And then we unloaded at the guy's house and that's why i told him i was like i gotta put on a tow truck all kind of stuff i got nobody driving out to you so there's gonna you know i'm gonna occur a tow fee to you know bring it out to you and i made him pay the tow fee and he gave me a bunch of money in hand and then they grabbed the jugs and they were literally pouring out the five gallon jugs and they were putting a hanger in there trying to hook the bills to pull the bills out because the change would come and everything get stuck and he ended up paying us but that van, when I first got it, ran. It ran. It only needed a couple of things, but the inside was just disgusting as can be. And it took us what, like two weeks of really detailing that thing yeah. to get everything uh, to get cleaned up. Yep. And then when I power washed everything, I took all the seats out. I power washed all the seats with a power washer, and all the hook came out of them. And then we went through and the shop backed them. And then I went through with my steamer and steamed them.
4: But and Angel, we, we definitely we understand got everything out. Yeah. What you mean when you say it smells like an ashtray? Because we have gotten some cars. Oh. where it's like they just took ashtrays and dumped oh, them everywhere. I, you know? I got,
3: I remember, well, the worst one I got as far as nastiness that I bought for ash and smoke. I had bought a um, a Pontiac Grand Prix, I think that thing was. And first of all, the car was white and I didn't know it was white. I thought the car was gray when I bought it. That's how bad, like it just had been sitting somewhere and had this haze over the, and I I literally, by looked at it. It was going down the auction line and I turned back and looked at the car and I was like, Yeah, I'll buy it. I had bought a bunch of them. If you guys know those cars all had the same problem with them. Uh they had problems with the head and uh water pumps and stuff like that. So they were easy fixes. And I, I I probably bought 20 of those cars within like a two-year period, all because I just knew what the problem was with them. And I get this one inside of it and top to bottom, it looks like it went through a fire. I mean, just had so much cigarette ash, what soot I assume everywhere. was yes, yeah, soot all on the seats, console dash, everything. It took me a week to get that car cleaned up, but when I got it cleaned up, the car only had like um, seventy-seven thousand miles on it. And that's another thing: is like people are doing it ash. to their nice cars. Yeah. It's not like it's like you know
0: a used car or it's about to go down. People can get brand new car and just start
3: ashing in them like it's nothing. Oh, hurts, hurts my heart. Yeah, I've seen it. And the sick—I've never understood the funny thing, with cup holder, because being you know in the automotive world, in and out of cars checking things after your technicians. What's the most and I get them and people thing. literally are using the cup, like you said, the cup holder as an ashtray, there's in it. I'm like, how do you, it doesn't even pop out. You have to literally like shop back that out and then wipe it out because there's no pop out insert for it. And they're just ashing in their cup holder. I mean, well And I used to be a smoker guys. I was a smoker for years and I was a heavy smoker. Um, and then I just decided one day to quit. I was two and a half packs a day and I didn't ever ash in my car, ever. (laughs) Like I just didn't do it. you know a normal guy, ash out the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, oh, oh, I don't know. Craziness. But like I said, round it out, disinfect your car. If you guys want to stay healthy and you want to carry germs and colds in and out of your car and keep on getting the same. I have, you know, people, I keep on getting the same recurring cold. I'm like, "Mm, have you wiped down the inside of your car lately? I mean, it might be because you, You've touched everything inside your car. It's weird. I'm going to move on. I got a weird one for you guys. This one's strange. You know car thefts on the rise, right? I mean yes. like like car theft is crazy on the rise in, Especially in, in, in a lot in neighborhoods. of cities, right? Yeah. Yep. And out of just neighborhoods you never expected. Here's a twist on it. But for what
0: reason? Uh, uh, what do you think the reason is for car thefts? My Cause, my cause you really my opinion, do nothing much with them nowadays. Truly, it's not like you're scrapping truly them. In my
3: opinion, I think a lot of young young uh some Individuals Huygens. have nothing better to do. That's what I think. I think that our uh, young teenagers and stuff are just outside being teenagers are bored and they have nothing they get
0: around. They decide Back to go then, ahead. Right. You know, people are stealing them because you could scrap them. I mean, salvage. It, you, you, you still get, can. That's still a huge business. I, just
4: think I don't a, feel
0: like it's as big as it was before, though, right? Mm, or maybe maybe so. Maybe because maybe we're not in it. You like, know
4: like the catalog, well, I like, think a lot of young people, you know. And I was just having this conversation yesterday when, like, you hit a certain age, you grow up, and you just realize some of it the you're stuff, grown up, yeah. And like a lot of the stuff that you did back then was dumb, kiddish. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of these people that are stealing the cars are just doing it for the thrill of it. You yeah, know? I think so. Yeah, that's they're, what not, I'm they're not. They're not taking it for the board. part. Yeah, they're not taking parts. They're not. We're even seeing reports where cars are being stolen and the valuable items are still left behind.
3: Usually, so usually when a car stolen and, and you get it back, right, and it's missing certain parts, that was somebody who was probably building their own car. Got the same car. Got the exact same car, bought it, and needed Needs some parts pieces. and stuff, and he, right, and they just, they stole it just to get those parts off it. Like when he's missing the bumper, and it's got one, one or two seats missing out of it, or whatever it may be, your car got targeted. Like your, your car got tar- targeted for those particular parts. They needed those parts for something they were putting together. I watched this video yeah.
0: earlier this week, right? And they were in Oklahoma and stuff, and the guys walked out of the house, and the car was missing the doors, the wheels, <laughs> the interior. Dude was like dude, watching the uh, Do you know how quick it video. is to do that? It's oh, very yeah, quick. It doesn't take too long. Yeah, it not take so, a while Dude's crying. He's like, man, we can't leave nothing in Oklahoma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I
0: saw the dude video in it. It was like, hey, man, you, you know something weird over here? He's like, what's missing? And they look in the interior. The front seat's missing. he's like, they took my front seat? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's one that... that uh, was strange this week that made me really start thinking about it and I was just like, this is crazy. Uh, if you guys saw the story about the woman who stole the horse and buggy, the Amish horse and buggy from the front of Walmart, yeah, so she stole, yeah, the Amish go into Walmart to go do the shopping, they leave their horse and buggy outside and this lady jumps in it and steals it. Now, you would think it's a horse and buggy, right? Right. Well, they find it later on abandoned, but they track down the woman who stole it. they put all the pieces together, and they find the woman well, she who stole it, I that right? far. The horse. Not very fast. Anyway. The, the horse is just
4: so confused. The horse is like, "This isn't my owner. <laughs> this isn't my house." Yeah.
3: So, where's the hay? Yeah, right. Exactly. But here's the thing: she is facing more charges than if she would have stole a car. Really? Yeah because Endangerment so of a the horse. They only made
4: it two miles from the store name. <laughs> there's, there's, really, only yeah. two miles? Two, <laughs> right miles. two miles. Yeah.
3: <laughs> They found her in a motel or something like that, like yeah. hiding out in a motel. They said they
4: found found the buggy a little bit more than two miles away from the store. um She was staring at a nearby motel and was arrested. Staying, yeah. not
3: steering. She was staring at her. Yeah, staying at her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she steered it all right. Okay, she okay. steered it right to the motel. That's what I never understand, right? right. Like, why are you going to park it right where you're staying? Yeah, I don't let people do that. People steal cars and park them right outside the house that they live in. You know what I mean? Like, why would you do that? At least if you're going to, like, steal it, park it, like, around the corner and just walk to it. You know what make, I mean? Like, make you it a little it hard. Again. But so people don't realize there's <laughs> horse there's horse law, there's horse law, and there's buggy law. Like, so the buggy is more- There's co- laws on them? Yeah. I did not so, know So there's, that. like- Stealing the buggy is like stealing a car, right? Right. Okay. So that's the horse. There's all different horse law that has like completely separate than regular law. Like back in the wild west, if you stole a man's horse, that was like a big deal. And a lot of those laws have not really changed. They have a little we, bit. We just got kind of gone away. Right, with right. Because yeah, because we just you know horse and buggies went away, right? Like they just went away, but we didn't really change, change that some law. of the laws. Right? right, we didn't change. That the makes
4: sense. Angel said, "Tell me you want a Mustang without telling Tell me you, you want, want a Mustang."
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> but so, like I said, horse <laughs> horse law is—I oh, made my eyes water. Uh, (laughs) horse law is uh, completely different like in some states I mean it's still very like in Texas I think now it's uh, because Texas you know their laws it's two years in prison and a $10,000 fine so that's just the horse side of things then you got the buggy which is a different crime even though you took them together they're two different crimes I mean it makes
0: sense though because horses back then you know I mean they still do cost a lot of money they do but here's the thing so
3: horse so it's the value of the buggy, which, just, which we will decide. But now, it, stealing a car is a misdemeanor. Joyriding, stealing a car and taking it for a joyride, guys, if you didn't know, is is a misdemeanor. Unless you planned on um, relieving the occupant of the car on a permanent basis, and that's when it can, can be considered. Like, if you took it, and we're gonna try to sell it for profit, and you left somebody without their car, that is considered a felony. But if you just steal it and joyride it, that's a misdemeanor, okay? So that's how law works their life. What if, what, Once again, guys, you guys don't remember. I, I, what if you steal to study it all and you let law it crime. go? So if you steal the horse and, and let you it let go? it go? I don't know. You still stole it, though. It probably still counts. True. So th- she's now looking at more uh, like charges than you ever would if you would have just stole the car and joyride the car. It would have been a misdemeanor for a car. Now she's looking at felonies because it's a horse and it's a buggy and the value of the buggy. And I'm like, I was looking, I was like, really? Like, And then I started thinking about it. Like I said, I, I had to look at a lot of law stuff when uh, back in my early uh, years when I was an investigator. And so we had to take all those law classes. And I remember a lot of stuff. And it's funny how a lot of these uh, laws are still on the books that will really get you hemmed up that in modern day time that you would never think about it because we're just not dealing with it. But you have to revert back to whatever law fits. So that's what she's that's what she's facing. She's now facing... The law that fits the crime, even though it's a lot of that's old law. You know what I mean? That's crazy. <laughs> so like, yeah, like definitely something to think about. It, it, well, it's not like we're gonna go out and steal a horse and buggy. I mean, I can maybe on drunken festive or something. <laughs> I don't know, like, you never know. Wild, wild weekend out, you know, someplace. But I mean, it, it just I thought it was really, really crazy. I was just like, oh, that's totally nuts. You guys, I gotta take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we got some more for you guys. I want just a little bit older. So over. So you guys hold tight, and I'll be right back.
2: You're listening to Dave Palach on Let's Talk Cars Radio. Dave will be right back.
1: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Okay, guys, it's
1: time to change
3: up Liberty's commercial. Curtis couldn't make it, so Michelle Price is coming in, and she said absolutely no messing around this time. Hey, Michelle, are you ready? Yep. Okay, go for it.
1: Hi, I'm Michelle Price from Liberty Transmission. Now, I could sit here and tell you a bunch of stuff you really don't care to hear about transmissions, but I'm not. However, if you want a great transmission at a fair price and you want it from a family shop where a handshake still means everything, come see us at Liberty Transmission. My husband's name is on every one. How was that?
3: Well, I think that pretty much says it all, but just one last thing. Woo! Sorry, Michelle. Curtis made me do it.
2: Liberty Transmission, 233-3131. That's 233-3131. Better yet, visit them today. 5160 Singleton Way
1: in Virginia Beach. 233-3131. Liberty Transmission. There's something special about Napa Auto Care Centers. They're backed by the national strength of Napa. Nationwide warranties honored by thousands of locations. You know that's Napa know-how. But more importantly, your Napa Auto Care Center is independently owned and operated by neighborhood professionals who operate by a written code of ethics. Put your vehicle in the hands of ASC certified technicians who will greet you with a smile you can trust. Visit us today. You heard me
3: say it and now here's your chance. Now's the time to go find your auto garage. Don't wait until it's too late. Go to NapaBDGHRVA.com and find your all-star car care center today. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon. Hey guys, Dave from Let's Talk Cars Radio. So for the last two years, if you listen to the show, you've heard me talk about my dream house. It has been a great experience buying land, building my house, even selling my old house. One thing I didn't tell you about was the real estate agent that I used. I used Bob Barton from the Perfect House team in the real estate group. It's been one of the best experiences I've ever had. Bob has been there for us from beginning to end and treated us just like family. I'm telling you, You've heard me talk about this because it has been one of the truly best experiences that I've had. If I did not choose Bob, I don't think that I would have all the best things to say about building this house. So, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, definitely give Bob a call at the Perfect House Team in the Real Estate Group. You can contact Bob at 757 464
2: 1003. That's 757 464 1003. I'll talk to you soon. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow & Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Don't forget the phone number, three nine nine one seven one four. 1714 That's three nine nine one seven one four. 1714 air conditioning and heating, and all plumbing, J.F. Whitlow & Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949, residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow & Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads, those who know, call J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Call them at 399-1714 That's 399-1714, J.F. Whitlow & Sons, Incorporated. (music) Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Now, back to your host, Dave Palach. Hey, guys, welcome back.
3: So, we were talking about all the different things that have to do with cars, with disinfecting, with stealing of cars, you Mustangs. name it.
4: Mustangs.
3: Mustangs. <laughs> here's, here's one that this week seems to be, I don't know what it is, things run in sessions, right? As far as conversations in the car world. So I got talking, and I, told, I tell you guys all the time, I talked to a lot of people in different feeds and stuff like that. And topic conversation this week was tires. And people are like, man, I feel like I'm constantly buying tires. My tires are constantly wearing out. And, you name it, insert constantly here, and it's always bad news on tire. So I, I put the question out that I said, "Well, how often are you taking care of your tires?" And they're like, "What do you mean taking care of your tires?" I was like, "Do you check your pressure?" Because if you don't have a monitor in your car that tells you that you're low on, you know, on air and stuff like that, how often are you making sure that the tire pressure is good? Obviously, with you know, up temperatures going up and going down, you lose some pressure on the tires and stuff. I'm like, how often are you rotating your tires? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I rotate them. If somebody starts off the conversation with me, well, you know, I rotate them uh, and stop there. I I already know the answer is not as often as I Not as be. often as I, I'm supposed to. You know, so then you start, you know, they're like, well, how often should I rotate my tires? And I'm like, well, it really depends on how aggressive you drive. Right. I mean, are you a hard breaker? Right. Like all the different things. There's there's standards obviously yeah you know people some people tell you oh you rotate them every 5,000 miles and some people oh I do mine every 3,000 miles now I do mine quite often because I have the ability to do so but here's the thing if you got a jacked up truck the rotation period is going to be different based upon you know what you're doing with the truck uh, how watching your tire wear pattern stuff like that that has a lot to do with it because the roads right big jacked up trucks eat up tires because you know. They're towed in. They're towed out. They're constantly getting knocked out of alignment because you're off roading them, whatever it may be. They're I mean, not really street know, also, tires either, right? Exactly. It also depends tires.
4: on you know how hard you're accelerating from a light, how hard you're going into it's turns. How, it's just aggressive. It's yeah, how it's aggressive you are with the tires. How tire. aggressive you are with the car, you know? Right. Sometimes the car needs. No, to that, be has, taken that care
3: of. has a lot to do with it. It really does. So that it, it, there's a lot that plays into that, and you know, people are like, I just feel like I constantly putting tires on this car. And I'm like, well, you probably, cause you are. <laughs> well, are you getting cheap tires <laughs> right? too? it's another good right. question. I'm like, well, are you, what kind of tires are you buying? There's so many things that go into it. I feel like I kind of opened up the Pandora box having the conversation, right? I was just like, I, I, I every time I interject into a conversation in a lot of these uh, forum groups that I belong to and stuff like that, sometimes it's positive feedback. Sometimes it's people that just want to, oh, well, uh, you know, and, and go from there. And I'm like, look, not one, I know that there's standards. Everybody's like, well, I looked it up and on Google, it says my I'm supposed boyfriend. to. My sister's boyfriend. My sister's boyfriend's friend, or you know I mean? Everybody's got their own idea of when they're supposed to be. I'm like, look, those guidelines that you find online are based on a spectrum of all cars. Like, you know, just like cross the board of cars. It doesn't curtail to you and your car. Unless it, you
0: looked up that exact right, car,
3: exactly. Well, even that you can't. I can't. When they write something particularly on your car, they're writing it on a broad spectrum of people, right? Okay, owning that and, same and car, conditions. right? Not based on the way that you drive your car. If you drive your car aggressive, you are going to eat up That's
0: tires. a Good idea though. In the manual, it should be like you know, normal drivers for aggressive drivers. Idiot driver.
4: <laughs> you should do your maintenance a little
0: earlier right, or right. later, depending on how you drive. It, it doesn't isn't that common sense though? Like I got to put. It writing for you to know that like no it's not because people okay. keep asking
3: well, maybe oh yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> you it's almost so like brakes when that's people, what they thought when they put the one the one measurement when people have the brake conversation with me and they're like i feel like i keep on putting brakes on this car and i look at them and i go you do well, cameron I, doing... I mean well hey, anybody else
4: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. i haven't put <laughs> brakes like, on my car <laughs> all year y'all i'm
3: like you put brakes on your car constantly <laughs> because uh the way you drive uh but I have that conversation with people all the time. I feel like brakes and tires seem to go hand in hand with people constantly complaining about them. And I'm like, what's the common denominator? You. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're the problem. I'm like, if you feel like you're putting tires on your vehicle a lot, you feel like you're putting brakes in your vehicle a lot. Step back and take a look at the situation. Well, my buddy's got a Honda Accord and he hasn't put brakes on it nearly as much as I do. I'm like, because mm-hmm, the problem's you. Those <laughs> you know that, what those that like, live in glass <laughs> should not throw rocks. Right, exactly. Yeah, stones, stones, anything. rocks. But yeah, I, it, I just find it interesting that people are quick to defend, come to defense on the conversation of tires. And I'm like, uh, I'm just trying to tell you that if you got a jacked up Ford truck. Expect to spend about twelve to sixteen hundred dollars a year in keeping that thing going down the road straight, and they're like, "There's no way." I'm like, "And I had, I did it. I had a Ford truck, and I spent so much money a year trying to keep my truck going down the road straight because it was jacked up and had big tires on it. Uh, I wore out things in suspension. I was constantly wearing out, you know, the tires would get. And it's not like you look at the tire and part of the you know tread pattern is still kind of good, but you notice it starting to walk evenly wear, and then you go and you're like, you take an alignment shop." And they're like, well, we need to realign it. But, you know, you, you got... Uh, There's no point. You might look- you know, this part's bad on it. Like, I just replaced that last year. Like, it's worn out again. It's because the aggressiveness of taking the truck off-road and all that kind of stuff. If you got a muscle car and you're driving a muscle car and you drive it like a muscle car, you're going to eat up tires. I know guys that put tires on their car every single year. They have muscle cars. Why? It's the way they drive. It's just... It's the way that, in in reality- Or they got a
4: stager set up. They're they're, they're
3: literally only driving the car eight months out of the year anyway. So every eight months, it feels like they've ate up a set of tires. And like, it's just you. It's the way you're like, well, this is my regular- you know, daily driver. That doesn't count. It's, we're not talking about jacked up truck. We're not talking about a sports car. This is just my daily driver. I'm like, you can still drive your daily driver like, like a jacket. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? Like you just can just Because it ain't I one mean, of
0: those doesn't mean you ain't driving it like right,
3: it is. Right. I mean, it's like just, just because it's your daily driver doesn't mean you don't drive it aggressively. To the point that you're wearing parts out in it. I mean, like, let's just be honest, guys. It's just, it is what it is.
0: Especially if, you know, for what type of car you're driving, it could be already aggressive for that particular car.
3: It, it could. Well, it, it's the guy, I'm, I'm using the hot, it's, it's the guy that's driving a, a Kia and he's like, I got a Kia and it seems like I keep on putting tires on. I'm like, all right, could you drive it like it's a Corvette? I mean, <laughs> it's a Kia. I mean, I and they're like, I don't drive aggressively. And then they pull out of the parking lot and they're like, gur, g-ur, g-ur. they take off me like, yeah, yeah, you don't drive aggressively at all. I have no idea what we're talking about here. It's just, it's that situation over and over and over again. The The reality of it is guys, is take take a look at it. Look at the tread pattern on your tires. Maybe you rotate them a little bit more than you should and then make sure that you're rotating them in the right position and stuff like that. And people are like, well, now, if you've got directional tires and stuff like that it's a little harder to do it obviously um but you know there's certain tires you can flip the tire you can actually flip the tire if you see like an uneven pair once you get a line they'll flip the tire for you i've seen all different kinds of stuff done to get the best life out of a tire as you can but the reality of it is if your car is doing exactly what it, the tire should wear evenly you should not have un- uneven uh, wear pattern and if you do it's underinflated. you got a steering problem there's an underlying you got something problem. there's an underlying problem to it just rotating the tire from the front to the back isn't going to correct the problem and people are like "Why well, rotate my tires i'm like yeah you took the back ones you put them on the front and now the front you those, those, even those ones are, right right i was like and now those problems are going to go ahead and wear into that tire that was on the back i mean that didn't fix your problem And they just look at you and stare at you like huh i'm like you didn't fix the underlying if you have an uneven wear problem you haven't fixed the underlying problem by just swapping the tires around You may have took away some of that road noise a little bit that you that you've been hearing because that's what you came complaining about in the first place. I mean, like I said, to me it's common sense, but maybe being a car guy, it's common sense only to me. It's not common sense to everybody else. There's obviously something going on. I'm so tired of having the tire conversation. It's not even funny because I went through the tire conversation with Cameron for for years. Oh my gosh, don't even get Cameron wore some tires off a car. Dude, I mean, that
4: tire shop loved me so much that. right, so I had a special tire on my car (laughs) that people did not keep in stock. However, because I got tires so much, this one tire stop would keep four of them just in stock. Not that I needed four of them at each time. Now, what Cameron doesn't
3: tell you was, is I don't know why the... Car keeps eating tires, Dad. Like, well, might be because you keep on going to drift events, you know, late at night on the weekends, and burning up tires, and then you need another set of tires to come in that next week. You know, he 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 didn't put that in there until. I that. also had
4: a bad <laughs> knuckle arm. Okay, yes, yeah, I,
3: know some I was yeah. not. That was not, um, I have a bad knuckle arm because I was drifting my car regularly and messed it all up. That's really what happened. But you may not be that guy. You might just be one of those aggressive drivers that just wears things out just a little bit quickly. Get your tires rotated, guys. Check your tires. Make sure the tire pressure is good. I guarantee your tires will last even longer, and you'll be a lot happier camper. So, on that note, let me take another commercial break. When I come back, we got some more for you. Hold tight. I'll be right back.
2: You're listening to Dave Palach on Let's Talk Cars Radio.
1: Dave will be right back. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Well, here's a pound of prevention from your Napa Auto Care Center. We'll customize a preventive maintenance package for your vehicle that will save you time, money, and hassles now and down the road. We'll ask, do you drive mainly in the city or on the highway? Plan to keep your vehicle? How long? And more. Preventive maintenance is a good thing that prevents bad things. Build yours at your Napa Auto Care Center today. Hey, guys. Dave Pilots from Let's Talk Cars Radio. Do you currently have a repair
3: shop you trust? Haven't found the time to go to a garage for all your automotive needs? Check out the all-star team at NapaBDGHRVA.com. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Let them show you what it's like to work with the professionals and make a friend along the way. Talk to you soon. So you're ready
4: to make a move. Whether buying or selling a home, you find you have more questions than answers. You're wondering if you're even asking the right
3: questions or where do you go from here? Stop, take a deep breath, even count to three. Buying or selling a home is one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make. Every house has a story. Let yours begin now by calling me, Bob Barnum, with the perfect house team at The Real Estate Group. Call me today at 757-464-1003.
2: That's 757-464-1003. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow & Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember, J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714, that's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating, and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow & Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949, residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow & Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads, those who know, call J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow and Sons, Incorporated. Hey, Michelle. Thanks for coming
1: in. No problem. What is that?
3: Oh, Curtis dropped that off earlier this week. He calls it the excitement button? Every time you say Liberty, I'm supposed to push this button. Liberty? Yeah. Liberty? Oh,
1: yeah. Liberty? Liberty
3: Transmissions for the Working Man.
1: I don't know about this, Dave.
2: You gotta admit, it's got a ring to it. Liberty Transmission, 233 3131. That's 233 3131. Better yet, visit them today. 5160 Singleton Way in Virginia Beach. 233 3131. Liberty Transmission. <laughs> Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Now, back to your host, Dave Palach.
3: Hey, guys. Welcome back. So, you guys ready to jump into a new topic? So, So, we were talking about tires. You remember the conversation that we had? We've had it several times. I'd say we had it once, where they were uh, talking about... The speed limits in towns, right? right. So, like you know, if, as you came into a city center, your car would be governed. New York by a was certain talking speed. about it. New York talked year, about it. And there was A bunch of other states. I think I know California was big on. I think there was a bunch of. I think Chicago talked about it, major city areas,
4: uh, and it seemed very futuristic, right? So. Basically, if you don't know what we're talking about. If you're you know. trying to see what show that was, oh, well yes, I have all that information in front of me. The show is called, I control your speed now. So go check it out on podcast. Again, just say, let's Ad talk. He's from New York, Gosh. podcast. It- I have a little oh, bit of yeah. twing. Um, just go to tell you your Twain. smart device, hey, play Let's Talk Cars Radio. You can also say the show name, play I control your speed now by Let's Talk Cars Radio. You get to listen to the show that we are referring to. Yeah. Yep. So, if
3: you had never caught that episode and you don't know what I'm talking about, in city areas they want to set cars up that uh, when you came into like a like a city center area or, or heavily populated area, uh, there's devices that would be within inside the city that would send a message to your car and the car has to it'll have to run at the speed limit, exactly whatever the speed limit nothing is, is, is. Nothing above. Nothing above. So. We talked about how... I you just, think traffic's bad now. Right. right. I just, just wait. I, well, here's the thing. They See, here's what they said. They said it would actually be better because every single car is going the same speed. They could time stoplights to it and cars would go through intersections. And you get to the point where you wouldn't even need stoplights because cars are so controlled that you literally you could come right through intersections and cars like you see, like, like I told you guys before, like you see like the Chinese army when they do their drill and they intersect yes, each other and never touch each other. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, they could literally get cars to do that because they're all being controlled. So it would make traffic go better. Well, it seem like a pipe dream, right? Cool, interesting idea. I don't think I want my car controlled by anybody. I think still, it has benefits. You're right. There's, but still, you know, an interesting concept as a idea. Well, here we are. California has latched onto the, this idea, and they want to uh, govern it through the whole state by 2027 where they control your speed. That's on the freeways, that's in town centers, that's everywhere. The car cannot exceed what it was. T- it won't be able to go over 10 miles or mile, ten miles an hour over the speed limit, well, Correct is what they say. So now, basically
0: you're just stuck at the speed right, limit. Right, right,
3: so you're stuck at the speed limit. So the funny thing with it is, is if you have control of my car and what it can do, you're going to start off with saying, well, it's going to be 10 miles an hour. And then we're just going to take complete control of everything in my car over time. We're like, well, we're going to do this. Because they were talking about, they go up and down it. Right, So let's just say they decide to do a construction area and they go, we want you to go 25 miles an hour through this construction area. They set that area at 25 miles an hour and that's it. They have control of everything in your car as long as it's reading off of that sensor. Once again, this is where I try to tell you guys, you're just in people movers. That's it's just going to be a, your car is going to become people mover because everything's being controlled by somebody else. You're no longer driving it. Now somebody's controlling your speed. You're just sitting in it and it's just moving you from one point to another. You might as well just get rid of cars and just do trains everywhere. I mean, if you really want to control everything, well, kinda where I
0: was going with the idea of like, you know, people won't individually own cars anymore. It just right.
3: be a company based. Right. And this, fall, this falls right into that. I mean, literally, I mean, this was just a concept an idea but I could I see how it, it would work. And I, and I told you guys, you know, some of the other episodes we talked about how I just think this is a really bad, look, I'm for great ideas, but some stuff I just feel is a huge overreach. This to me is So still how would that an work?
4: And Angel wants to know, how would that work in the LA rush hour?
3: Literally it would, Angel, it would, I've, and I've been in that rush hour, I know what he's talking about, if you ever drove from Modesto, uh, California, back into San, San Fran, uh, like in the morning, that's a four hour like drive into work. You gotta get up like four o'clock in the morning to be there at eight o'clock in the morning because the rush hour in that area is just crazy. So I understand exactly, and I've been in the LA area a bunch of different times, Go from Vegas to LA and I've done all that kind of stuff. So I know exactly what he's talking about when he gets stuck in that traffic. It literally is just gonna control your speed. But what they're saying is it'll actually make traffic flow. Here's the thing. So there was a study done by a university uh, years ago. Go look it up. If a guy, i think it's two miles in front of you taps his brakes on the freeway it affects the next 20
4: cars
2: behind you well
3: it, it it rolls back for miles mile it affects that one guy going back miles will actually affect traffic and make traffic back up because the one guy two miles ahead of you keeps on tapping not, his brakes.
0: Keeping people so, at a speed limit isn't gonna change braking habits. But it,
3: but it will because all the cars now, no one's braking, no one's doing that themselves. You have no control over that. Your car- Well,
0: it's just, we're just doing speed right now. They yeah, have brakes. I'm
3: telling you, it's gonna, roll, mean, it's gonna roll into them controlling everything on right, your car. We're just. I'm just talking right. about what we have today. Right, instead. absolutely. But if you got to the point where all, everybody's rolling at the same speed, even if without them, them having control of your braking system, and they govern the cars. Everybody's gonna go the max speed, right? They're gonna go the max speed, they can go. Right. So if everybody's traveling at that max speed, they say it'll help traffic, because now everybody's moving. I feel, like, I feel moving. like this is gonna be like so. one of the things that like we feel
0: like is gonna improve us, but yeah, it's really It's gonna make it 10 times us. worse, right. yeah. That's, I, think, then, I think the vision's bad, right? Because right. then people can't move out of each other's ways. You know, you get those slow drivers, you can't speed around them anymore and stuff. I think, I think it has better intentions for self-driving vehicles than it does for everyday gas-powered vehicles. Oh, by the way, I, I do feel
3: bad, uh, I will say yesterday. So I was stuck behind a car who just could not go the speed limit. We were in a 55, they were going 35, and they kept us at 35 on a one-lane road for almost two miles. And then when it finally parted off to where I could turn to my turn and I was able to pull alongside. I was like six cars behind it, you know, that was keeping me. And it finally came turning and I pulled alongside. When I got alongside it, I used the air horn on them uh, just to wake them up because they were fiddling around. As I looked down into their vehicle, they were fiddling around with things in their car instead of paying attention to just actually driving. So if you got scared because it looked like you did and because I hit the train horn on you, (coughs) sorry. Get off the phone. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, stop. Drive your car. I mean, to be stuck behind 35 miles an hour in a 55-mile-an-hour zone for like, like two miles because you're just holding everybody up. And there was no way, traffic was so busy coming the opposite way, there was no way to go around them. So we were all just stuck. That's it, the worst. It's the worst. Drive two miles an hour at thirty five miles an hour when it's supposed to be fifty five and just watch how your patience slowly get eaten the away. Windows. <laughs> it windles down. Because that's how I felt. I was just like, Oh my goodness. And I just wanted to get home. That's why I just wanted to get home from where I was driving from and I was just stuck. I couldn't go anywhere. And I watched, I, I watched everybody keep on like sliding their nose out around looking, see there's traffic coming you know here. I always I mean? feel like the people that drive really slow are the
0: people that are just like driving on the clock. No. They're working and they just, you know, they're just riding the clock as far as they can.
3: Maybe. It could be. I don't know. Here's another one for you guys. You ever had, have you ever had your car towed? Anybody had their yes. car towed? Okay. You know how bad that sucks to have your car towed? Like, did, did it get you towed because it was yeah. illegally parked? The whole did it get towed because it had to be towed or got
0: towed because it was illegally parked? I've never parked? been towed because it was illegally okay. parked. I almost did. <laughs> I was on a job one time and, so, and I parked in a a complex uh, apartment complex, parking right. lot and stuff. But, you know, all those parking spots are all reserved for, you know, people they, that they live, people there, live there. right? But there's no like worker, visitor. there's no visitor no visitors or working, or working or and stuff. So I gotcha. parked my car and luckily, I, the time I walked out and stuff, dude's literally about to hook the tow truck up to the car. I'm like, no, no, I'll move right now. I'm like, don't even hook the, because, you know, once they hook it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, a,
3: there's a hook fee. So there has always been, you know, you guys know, I've messed around with the tow business for quite a long time. And, IP towing, which is legally parked is just one thing I'd never even liked. I never like IP towing. I just, it makes you feel gritty and you just and don't stuff. know how long they've been there. Right. They like, just pull you, it up. I, I just, I don't, even you know, like, you're leaving I don't like
4: somebody, that a- aspect of it. You know, you're leaving somebody stranded without a car and that they're going to have to come back. Not knowing if they're in an emergency, not knowing if they right. need to go somewhere. Uh, right it's just there it's
3: it's icky all the way around. Yeah, like maybe, maybe I'm too good of a person. I don't know. I just don't like IP towing well. Just there's this feet. thing now where the car, people's cars are getting towed, and they like hold them hostage for like these like really big exorbitant fees. And there's really nothing you can that do. you can do about it because they set their fees. Because they're setting the fees. Like I told you guys years ago, I had a car that got uh, a friend had I had it towed off the freeway for him, and they he uh, it was a car that I I gave him. He he drove it. Didn't follow all the rules that I told him to do before he drove it. Decided to want to drive it a really long distance without checking all the fluid and. Car broke down on the freeway. So he calls me, and of course, he's mad at me. He's like, well, I just got the car, picked it up, and now it broke down, I'm stuck, da da da. I said, where are you at? So I sent a tow truck for it. Uh, my tow truck gets there and the car's not there. So it has been towed Amen. by someone. Else. I call highway, highway pirates. So, because that's just what
4: I feel, that's messed why, up well, because what I feel like it to- is. Technically, by the law, you're supposed to have up to 24 hours well, of that car sitting there. Uh, but no, no, of, no,
3: it's different. In di- it's different in different states. They don't. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not, yeah. in
4: our state, you're supposed to have hours. Is it 24 hours? hours you sure? Yeah, 24 okay, right. hours. And the only reason why I know that is because my 350Z broke down, okay. and an officer pulled up behind
2: me.
3: So, so they uh, they impounded this car that my buddy was driving. A tow truck, a highway pirate, got it before but the tow truck I sent to go get it. And the guy hits me with, well, it's the weekend, so there's a weekend charge, and then there's the tow charge, and then there's the me to come open up the gate charge to let the car out because another On a t- weekend. Another, another tow truck had to obviously get the car broke down. So I had to some right. tow truck, that tow truck, to go to his yard to get it, to bring it back to me. He was There was a gate charge, there was a weekend charge, there was a tow charge, and finally I went, you can have it. I told him. I think I told this story before. I told him, I said, you can have the car. You have it. It's yours now, buddy. You own it. What do you mean? I was like, I'm I'm not paying all those fees. I don't want the car that right. bad. I obviously let a buddy take it to go drive it cuz I wasn't too concerned with you go to the house with so the car. Try to get my title. <laughs> right. I was like, you get the hassle try to get my title and you can have it. There's a case right this second, go look it up guys, it's online about a guy who had a semi truck towed and they are holding it for $41,000 in what? fees for towing it, which by the way I've seen big fees on some of my trucks if they're flipped over, if they're wrecked or whatever. Da, da, da. But $41,000, they say he forged his signature. They never told him the fees, where the truck was going, all that kind of stuff. Go look it up. It's in the news right this second. It just made me think about just how bad it is when you get your car towed and you have no control over it. Look for those signs because sometimes we park places, there's a sign that says, if we tow the car, there's this fee and there's a bunch of all the fees listed out. Tow fee, in lot fee, all that kind of stuff. You'll see them on the sign. Pay attention to that. It was a conversation that came up this week and I looked into it and I was just like, oh, there's a lot of people out there who have a lot to say about it. And that note, guys, I got to go ahead and get out of here. It has been a great Saturday hanging out with you guys. Sunday is right around the corner. As I always tell you, make sure you unplug. Play a board game with your kids. Fire up the barbecue. Enjoy time. Hide the cell phones in the cushions. Whatever you got to do. I know you guys got anything before we get out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Remember, listen to us on podcasts. Yeah, that's right. All the different ones. iHeart, you name it. It's all there. We're going to get out here and I will talk to you all soon.